Entertainment's podcast from Bottomline Technologies. In 2014, the European Commission began a journey to overcome some of the biggest bugbears for security market participants. They embarked on an action plan for developing and tightening the capital markets union. So what does this actually mean? Well, in short, it means that the European Commission is looking to apply new directives and regulations in order to fully automate and harmonize how the trading of shares moves through all involved parties, with each party taking full responsibility of their part in the transaction until the point at which the trade is settled. Broadly speaking, this objective is good and it's widely supported. Um, By implementing a regulated securities framework, it will achieve more controlled and better visibility. It will also reduce risk and protect customers. But with that come significant challenges for all parties in the process as they scramble to figure out how best to adhere to the new regulations and directives set out by the European Commission, how to implement the technology to support such, and of course, how to do so within the timelines provided. Hello, I'm Jacqueline Powell, Head of Communications at Bottomline, and your host of today's Payments Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Fred Viard from our Swiss office. Fred is responsible for market development at Bottomline, helping organizations connect to various financial ecosystems and networks globally. I've asked Fred to help us unpack some of the challenges that securities participants face and give us some insight into how they can overcome them. Hi, Fred. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, Jackie, and uh, good morning. Good afternoon to everybody uh, listening to this podcast. So prior to jump in the security space, so, so let's, let's have a step back and consider the, the European marketplace in general. This is a single currency area, but it has multiple jurisdictions. Each of them has its own specific. So it is, it was, and it will be a big challenge to harmonize such a big and fragmented financial place. It has started with the payment landscape with, for example, SEPA several years ago. Then we, we have now PSD2, this, the Payment Service Directive number number two, and we have also the in-parallel domestic evolution of the RTGS and ACH. And along with that, we have the same type of harmonization that occurs in the security space. So this is really a a wish from the European Union to harmonize the marketplace, whatever it is in payment and in securities. So broadly speaking, the securities framework in general has been subject to several regulations the past few years. Always, in order to harmonize the European landscape across the various countries and and the various jurisdictions. The next in line is the CSDR, the Central Securities Depository Regulation. And one big part of it, which will come live in February 2022, is the Settlement Discipline Regime, SDR. And this part, CSDR, containing the CSDR, it goes along with other regulations such as EMIR and MIFID, in order to provide a common framework, a common and harmonized area across the union in order to have um, an harmonized landscape for trading around the central counterparts, the central securities depositories, and to have a common set of rules across the European level. So CSDR is part of of this journey, and it has started in 2017 with some requirements focused on the central securities depositories, and consequently impacting only these players. And it is followed by 
internalized settlement reporting in 2019. And now this is the settlement discipline regime, the SDR, which is becoming live in, in February 22. This last part is really the focus uh, on, on the marketplace today, as it has a deep impact on the full marketplace because it introduces penalties on automated buying if you are not complying with the rules. So it is really a pressure on the marketplace to harmonize the landscape in the settlement space of securities. So the, the, the banking, the financial industry is today in front of um, a lot of regulation. So th they have just completed the, the shareholders' rights directive too, uh, which, which address the rights of the shareholders in September 2020. And now they have to, to implement another uh, regulation, which is this, this last part of CSDR, the settlement discipline regime. Thanks for that outline, Fred. Um, you, you say that CSDR, which aims to make the settlement of shares more efficient, is that next deadline to be met, and it's coming up quite rapidly. But before we dive into some of the challenges that the, that the chain will face, can you explain to me exactly what is expected of them? Yep, yeah, sure. So first, we have to understand that this is a European regulation but it applies to anyone who um, is involved in a trade which is settled in Europe. So wherever you are located, whatever the type of shares you are trading, as soon as the trade is settled in Europe, then you have to comply with, uh, with the regulation. In essence, the requirements around CSDR in general are around a shorter settlement period. So it is set up at maximum T plus two. This is the common ground everyone has to settle in T plus two. It also um, implements new, new measures in terms of settlement. It asks for more dematerializations of shares, so the digitalizations of all this process. It establishes some strict rules uh, on access rights to, uh, towards the, the central depositories. And it's also about governance with increased prudential and supervisory requirements. But if we look more closely at the SDR requirements in itself, the ones that will enter in force in 2022, we can highlight the following ones. So it is about trade and allocation confirmation same day. So as soon as you start initiating a trade, you have to ensure that it will be settled properly. So you have to confirm allocation and confirmation within the same day. It is about preventing or trying to prevent as much as we can the failure of settlement. This is the ultimate goal. So the, the goal of this settlement discipline regime is really about trying to have a, a European marketplace with no failed trade. So it will also call for monitoring and reporting on fails. And then as mentioned, it will introduce cash penalties and buying regime. So buying regime, meaning that if you cannot deliver the share, you will have to find a way to deliver the shares anyway. So penalties, automated buying, this is creating a risk, an additional risk on top of the, of the banks uh, in this space. So this is something that will uh, have the focus of these banks in the coming weeks and months because there is some risk behind that. For sure. So it sounds like there's quite a bit to be done and in a fairly short space of time. Uh, one thing that springs to mind is that many of these parties still have loads of legacy technology in place. Tell me, Fred, aside from implementing the new rules laid out in the framework, are all the players in the chain actually ready? Have they adopted this relatively new messaging platform? 
And do you think that they have the capability and the capacity to support the change in order to deliver on the requirements of CSDR? You are right. So many banks have a lot of uh, legacy system they have implemented through through the, the years that they are working in this business. But I would say it's important to consider as well that CSDR is a regulation. So it's not a directive. So a regulation has to be implemented one fit for all across the union compared to a directive that can have its own flavor per country. So it is something which is quite strict in terms of how to uh, implement uh, the, the requirements. The focus of these requirements are really around the elapsed time that you need, that which is which is available, I would say, to settle the trade. So really the focus will come around how fast you can uh, settle the trades and how fast you can react to a, a possible failure. So the focus will be really around changing from a settlement monitoring, which is on a daily basis or even sometimes on a weekly basis, to something which is really real time. So we were used to, to monitor the holding, the positions of, of the shares. Now it would be really around controlling the transactions end to end to be sure that you will identify a possible risk and that will drive to failure and then to penalties. So the first step of this, I would say, exercise uh, of, of CSDR will be to, to test the new communication uh, messages because the, the messages used most of the time via Swift, they will contain new fields such as penalty field that will have to be managed by the bank. So in, in order to start being compliant with uh, this settlement discipline regime, it will be around being able to communicate and to use the various messages to understand what is requested from your counterpart. So there is a messaging part that has to be addressed in order to, to comply with, with the rules. Then it will be around trying to avoid to have this kind of situation. So the first step is really to understand the communication, to be able to interpret read and use the messages that will be ex exchanged in the context of these SDR. And the second step is to set up the, the functionalities in, in, the back, in the back office in order to monitor and control the situation of the trades in real time in order to avoid a situation where you will be late, you are not able to deliver the trade, and then you can be subject to penalties or to, um, uh, to automated buying. So two steps for me. One is really to establish the communication, understand the messaging, control the plausibility of a possible penalty. And then the second step is really to anticipate that, to forecast what could happen in order to avoid to be in, in this situation. So what we see in the market is that most of the big CSD in Europe are starting some test phases this autumn by sending the messages with these new field around penalties to help the community to use these messages and to integrate these messages in their, in these, in their workflows. So it's really about first testing what it means when, when you will receive new messages containing penalties, how to address them, how to handle them. And the second step is really about how to set up the, the functionalities to have a control in real time to monitor the settlement more closely to avoid to be in a situation where you can um, you can be under penalties or buy-in. Given the first and second stages that you've just mentioned, it sounds like there's a lot to do, but it also sounds like there will be winners and losers based on who can settle more, most efficiently. 
In order to be a winner, though, and given some of the challenges you've mentioned, what can the various financial institutions do to overcome these challenges? So you are right. I think there will be no winners or losers, but I think there will be institutions more prepared to, uh, to, to meet the, the requirements in terms of, of elapsed time for settling a trade and to be sure that they will not drive to a failed trade. But what will happen is that if you are often the guys who, who are the, the bad guys in the chain, then you can be, um, um, let's say, avoided by the marketplace because you are not a safe player. So I think it's, it's really about showing a good face and being able to, um, to execute and settle the trade uh, in an appropriate way. So it will be really around being able to control, to understand the communication and to control the settlement in real time by using most probably reconciliation tool, matching and exception management tool to focus on the real-time management of all these, these settlements. So we are moving from something which was a bit end of day to something which is, which is much more real-time real around reconciliation of transactions, being informed by the advice that you will receive via the several messages that you will receive. It's all about being able to consume this, this information, consume these messages, and to highlight risky uh, risky trade and, and risky transaction in order to react quickly. So there will be a, a real move from something which is, let's say, um, end of day to, to something which is much more real time. And it will be most of the time around looking and focusing on the reconciliation and matching of the various settlement with also the capability to understand the information which is exchanged with, with the different players. These CSDR with, with these uh, penalties and buying will also introduce new challenges in, in some other regions. For instance, in Asia, most of the time, the buying, meaning the, the possibility for a third party to automatically buy shares on behalf of, of, the, of the buyer in order to make the, the trade being settled properly, this is something which is managed by the, the trading venue or the depository. So the banks are not used to initiate a buying usually in Asia. So it would be new for them because the, the regulation directive asks for having this kind of automated buying. So this is something that will be new in some marketplaces where this type of uh, automated buying is performed by different players. Thank you, Fred. That's very insightful. Before we close off, uh, are there any examples where your team has already done this for customers or are you busy working this through at the moment? Yes, sure. So the banks have many regulations to implement and they are also challenged by, by the newcomers. So the neo bank and all these, all these type of players. So the, the banking place is really under pressure, under challenge. So they are, they are trying to catching up with the, the, the amount of things that they have to do uh, with new regulation coming overnight. So they, they have considered um, the settlement discipline regime some time ago, and they are really now uh, at the level where they are implementing the, the requirements around the, um, the settlement discipline regime. So it, it's something uh, which is in scope under deployment. So we don't have real, um, I would say, experience in that. Because, because it has not started yet. So we will have the first feedback when these CSD will start to send test messages with penalty, and then the banking site will, will have to react to that to 
control the plausibility of these uh, of these penalties to highlight to have a better view on on their short position they will start to really focus on the requirements because they will start to receive some test messages if they ask for and they will they will start to be part of the bigger bigger game around the, this settlement discipline regime so we know that we will have to help our customers mainly in the area of the reconciliation real time reconciliation but also with the possibility to interpret and collect these new new information such as the penalties and also to highlight the short positions to monitor all these aspects and also to manage and handle the workflow around the buying because the buying principle is not 100% clear on the marketplace the penalties are well defined the buying is a bit less blurry for most of the players so we will need to have some time for adaptation around around this buying because it might drive to quite complex workflow for this buying depending if you use a central counterpart a ccp who will act on your behalf so this is quite might be quite simple but on the other hand if it's a bilateral ag agreements or discussion around the buying it it might might be based on quite complex workflow so all of that will will come into force in february we will start with some tests to establish the communication in september and then it will start real life and then i expect to have some uh, i would say in and out regarding the the, the buyer the, the buying because it's it's not a, such an easy um, i would say process depending on where you are located in in the in the chain that's helpful for our listeners to know thank you fred given all this new regulation it's good to hear how those in the settlement chain can take advantage of the knowledge and skills that external parties can provide uh, I'd like to think that all parties will do whatever they can to create a far more interoperable, compliant and secure process for the settlement of trades. It's been great chatting to you and thank you for your time today, Fred. Thank you, Jackie, and, and thank you, everybody. I'm more than happy to take any questions from, from the market. Thank you. For any listeners wanting to know more about payments and securities, please visit our website or get in touch with our financial messaging teams based in Switzerland, Germany, or London, who'll be happy to answer any questions you might have. Unfortunately, that's all we have time for today. But in the meantime, you can listen to more episodes on our podcast channel, and if inclined, feel free to rate the episodes. See you next time. Podcast from Bottom Line Technologies.